Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Ashes to Rubies conversational podcast about life in recovery. Oh, you're so good I'm at Vicky. that. I'm Vicky. I'm John. And this morning, we are going to do our morning devotional. So, so thank you for joining us. Grab a seat, grab a coffee, and uh, we're going to get a word for the day. Is it a word for the day? Is that what we would say? Like a concept of recovery? Um, that kind of thing. So here we go. Uh, anything exciting today that you want to talk about first? Nope. Are you sure? I'm positive. Do you, what are you doing today? Are we allowed to talk about stuff? <laughs> I never know what we're allowed to talk about or not. Um, I'm going to the spa for the day. You're going to the spa. What spa? The spa near our house. <laughs> you're going to the spa. You're going. You're going to the spa by our house. Yeah. I hope that was. Uh, we had sound. So you're going well, to you the don't spa. Know that we have- by our house we have a spa by our house yeah i think you're going to get back to a spa yes it is an interesting concept that spa i've been there i knew this is what you want to talk about it's like so you took me have i been there once or twice twice i've been there twice the first time i went i was i gave you a free pass I, i gave you a free pass and i brought you back again to see if it would be more tolerable it's not a spa and i decided never again in my mind it wasn't a spa like my mind it's a spa where you get your nails done did you enjoy the spa and they give you a little rub they give you a a sucker that'd be weird if people walked around touching you no but like a little massage thing you can get a massage and so when i went to this spa it was literally like wonderland of pools and saunas pools saunas salt there's a lot of salt there and fragrances. And so I went into this one and it's it's elegant and ma- like it's a monstrosity. Yes. And so I go into this. It was a steam room. There's a lot of people. There's a thing in the middle. I get all like sweaty. And then we go over. There's a shower part. But then there's these buckets of salt. So I didn't really know what to do. But I, I, I started rubbing salt all over me. Yes. Yeah, I got on my eyes. I needed people's, like, people were helping me to the shower. Man, but on the ride home, I've never felt so supple. Supple would be the right word. There's no other From word. From the salt? Supple and soft. Yeah, it was nice. Did you enjoy the spa? I think it. I went into another room, and we were together, and was the- there was a man. There was a man. That's not happening anymore. Dancing with a towel. Like, it was a show, and, air. and he had... <laughs> that was weird. He had a towel, and he was flicking air around Yes, and made it hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter. You did not enjoy that. That was weird. No. I felt like... A little bit hedonistic. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, pass the ecstasy, so, please. Yeah, it, it was... It was. Um, it pushed the, my boundaries. If you of, need to go back to the spa, I'm just going to let you just determine that. You can get yourself some <laughs> tickets. You can take us. You can book our reservation. But I won't be initiating another... I think at one the point, there was actually three towel dancers. No. There was two... There was at least two towel dancers, or they interchanged. Mm-hmm. Um, you just couldn't get over. I squirmed a little bit. What a self-centered experience it was. And also you couldn't get over the fact that you're not allowed to work on your laptop in the lounge area. That was really cool because (laughs) you had lounge areas and like, you're not allowed to do adult things. And I was like, this is a perfect environment to like, why would I not want to sit here and work? Maybe do some, no, 
No. So you're not. Yeah, coming. I walked away. I was judgmental. Yes, I'm judging the spa and how hedonistic it was. <laughs> like it was like as much as you could pamper yourself without like doing crack cocaine and heroin. That would be it. That would be the most sober hedonistic thing that I think. So that's could where do. I'm going today. <laughs> The second time, though, I was like... Thanks for bringing it up. (laughs) But they have huts in places, and you get to sit in there, and it's hot. And I'm bringing a book. Literally, like, Wonderland. I'm probably not going to talk to anybody. You have trouble not talking to people. I'm actually bringing two books. I'm not just bringing one book. I'm bringing two books, because I want to be fully... Have you ever been to the spa? Um, And I don't mean to the the, uh, Vietnamese lady that that shaves your feet and does your nails. I've done that, too, and it was a great experience if you've ever had a pedicure. That's a beautiful thing. This is is Wonderland for the uh, adult. Mm -hmm. All right. I know. Bless you on your time. I hope you get salted and caramelled away. The date is... The date is... Today is July 8th. July 8th? Yeah. We're like a quarter way through the summer, it feels like. Hey, it's your reading. Read it up. Read us up. Read us up. Our title is... An Ever-Growing Freedom. An Ever-Growing Freedom. Freedom and Recovery. The seventh step... What's the seventh step? The seventh step is humbly taking all of my shortcomings to God for him to remove them, as he would see fit. So what, uh, what is, Okay. It's the seventh exact. step is where we make the change in our attitude, which permits us, with humility as our guide, to move out from ourselves toward others and toward God. When I finally asked God to remove those things, blocking me from him and the sunlight of the spirit, I embarked on a journey more glorious than I ever imagined. I experienced a freedom from those characteristics that had me wrapped up in myself. Because of this humbling step, I feel clean. I am especially aware of this step because I'm now able to be useful to God and to my fellows. I know that he has granted me strength to do his bidding and has prepared me for anyone and anything that comes my way today. I am truly in his hands and I give thanks for the joy that I can be useful today. Mm. And this is, yeah, this is where you get the freedom. Um, the third step is making a decision. Mm-hmm. So when you, I forget, I've heard this a hundred times, but there's three frogs on a lily pad and two of them make a decision to jump in the water. How many frogs are on a lily pad? Who knows? Three. Because they didn't, <laughs> because well, they, we don't know they, that they didn't follow they, through. They made a decision. And so there's a decision to go, uh, I, I need to die of self mm-hmm. and I have to look at my exact nature of being separated from God and this bent towards that of being independent. And then step four, five, six shows me where self will has led my life, where fear has been my driving force. And then step seven is actually making the commitment of step three to go like, I look at the, the, that, that picture of Abraham bringing Isaac to the altar and, and was going to sacrifice his own child. And that's what God does for us. He, we get to take this ourselves to the altar. and, and God's and like, are you willing? Are God, you willing? Yeah. And, and that's so where we get the power. Basically, what's between us and God is pride and fear. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the two things. And we need to level our pride. We need to figure out what does humility look like. And it's not like, it's not thinking that I'm crappy. It's not thinking less of myself. It's just thinking of myself less. Ooh, thinking of myself less, not thinking less of myself, because that's a form of pride as well. Thinking less of myself is still mm-hmm. thinking about myself. I like what you said this morning about our thinking. 
we want God to implore, employ employ our thinking. So we're actually thinking the will of God. The will of God is not fear, not resentment, not self-pity, not self-centeredness, selfishness. It's about love. It's about consideration. It's mm-hmm. about the peace and the joy. And, and out of that thinking will come my actions. Mm-hmm. So this is where we get to put self on the altar and, and let God remove whatever he needs to remove. And so this is where we actually get to be plugged into God. This is, this is where we actually get the plug-in. Yeah, that's exciting stuff. <laughs> Anything else? I have nothing else. I thought of of our position as a child. Like we we hear that in recovery. We hear that in the Bible. We're the children of God. In recovery, it says God is the father. We're the children. And every day we wake up to be parented by God. Mm -hmm. And so is God instructing us, disciplining us, caring for us, providing for us? Um, That's a big responsibility. If, If you've had kids that are six, seven, eight, nine... They don't wake up and be like, okay, mom and dad are gone. Woo. <laughs> that might be cool for like a half a day where you don't have any parental supervision. But the reality is we wake up and we have to connect to God as a parent. And he has a responsibility of keeping me safe, keeping me n- nourished, keeping me full of peace, comfort, joy, all of those things. Um, he's actually parenting me through the day. That's a good position to be in. Having a father. With, without God, I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to burn the house down. <laughs> All right, everyone, thank you so much. Um, where do we get our power from? Are we being powered by God? Let's take that through our day and uh, offer ourselves, our egos that rebuild on an hour-by-hour basis, a minute-by-minute basis, and we will see you tomorrow. I can't wait for tomorrow to see Vicky's skin. It's going to be glorious. Don't get salt in your eye. (laughs) All right. Have a great day and uh, spread the love of God. Wash your hands. Keep the peace and be of good behavior and all of those good.